What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast on the internet, the Aussie Lag Games Cast. We're coming at you with episode, I want to say it's 41, but, it's then, 41. I'm, but then again, I'm not really sure. 41, 41. Well, like what? Would we say, so would you say we're nine away from 50 or eight away from 50? Because we're doing 91 right now. We we are currently nine away at the end of the episode. We'll nine away. Think right. of, yeah. Uh, that's, we can't, that's we can't commit we to finishing this episode so just yet. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we think we're hitting record. Sometimes we're hitting mute. We just don't know where we're going to go. Yep. yep, that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, how are you, mate? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I got that Friday energy into me. Had had a day off. Had a productive day off. And I think... That's good. I think they're the best days you can have these days. So, feeling A productive great. day off, yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's good. Got to that's go to good. Bunnings. That always uh, gets, me, gets me happy. It's... Oh, you know, I remember like back in, you know, back in like my TAFE days and stuff, like it was, it was all about going to EB games. It was all about going to EB games. And in a way it was kind of like, you know, you know what EB sells. Like it's very rare you go into an EB and get caught off guard. Yeah. Well, that's not true. If they've got some old stock or something, but in terms of like, you know, oh, The Last of Us 2 is out. What a surprise. Like that, that doesn't happen. So going to Bunnings is like what going to EB used to be, where it's like, yeah. you know, I thought I was in aisle 10, but I was actually in aisle 8. So I got to experience like the padlock section and the oh. the screw section, um, different screws for different timbers, my friend. So you, you never know. <laughs> I'm just different screws up here. for different timbers. <laughs> Gotta love it. I said the guy, I'm like, oh, um, I was looking for a... Um, a uh, a lock for the letterbox, and because uh, we lo- we lost the keys to the letterbox, so I had to replace the lock. Very easy to break into a letterbox, by the way. Anyway, so I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, you know, where where are these at? And he's like, oh, probably in aisle ten, man. And I'm like, we're in aisle ten. He's like, nah, man, we're in aisle eight. I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. <laughs> You would know, sir. <laughs> I will leave you be. No, Bunnings is great. I think Bunnings... Every time I walk into Bunnings and I go down an aisle, there's something down there that I'll be like, man, that'd look great if I could yeah. get that at my place. You know what I mean? It's, it's like... It's like I, I, I return to the counters going down one of the gardening sections. I brought a rake the other day. Uh, just a standard, mm. you know, let's say a 20-prong rake. Um, as standard as it gets. And they had like these like five-prong rakes. And I'm like, gee, that'd be all right. That'd be four, but Fuck. I reckon I could rake up the rocks a lot easier with a smaller rake because there's some big rocks and I don't really want to grab 20 prongs of rock if I'm raking up rock. Anyway, I, I love Bunnings. I, we, we could, Bunnings we is could great. do a, a spin-off the, the, pod, the podcast for Bunnings. Um, for sure. Like, I'm excited to start doing my games room because I've got like $300, $400 worth of Bunnings vouchers oh, and I'm just going to have a day. That's a that's good gonna position be so to be good. in. Oh, yeah, so just, just like, actually grabbed my wallet. You reminded me. Do I still have a Bunnings voucher, or did I spend it? <laughs> Mate, oh, I reckon like I still the, got it. Hang on. The last time I went to Bunnings, I walked out with a plank of wood, just <laughs> knowing I was going to use it for something. You know what I mean? Like I walked in, I'm like, I could use this wood, and Carly's like, for what? I'm like, I don't know, but I think I could use it. Oh my god, he's got one, ladies and gentlemen. He's got one. Bunnings voucher. That's a that five prong rake. That is a five prong rake. Mate, that's right a there, couple mate. of five prong rakes, I reckon. You're gonna have so many pebbles just in line thanks to those rakes, man. Those brought, stones aren't gonna move. Oh, mate, I've I've been buying all sorts of shit. I brought an indoor and well, I was intending to buy an indoor and an outdoor rake. Uh, sorry, broom. Sorry, indoor and an outdoor broom. Ended up just buying two indoor brooms. Yeah, <laughs> one, one slightly bigger than. The other. One slightly bigger than the other. I wanted one for the garage and the front drive and all that. And yeah, um, yeah. if if I can buy something in green, I will. Mainly because of Xbox, to be honest. And so I saw yeah, I saw a smaller and a bigger green broom. And I'm like, well, this must be an outdoor broom. No, nah, not nah, two indoor brooms. So now I got to go buy an outdoor broom. Anyway, we, we should probably. This is a video game podcast. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. I completely forgot about that. Holy shit, it is too. So why don't you tell people what you've been playing? While yeah. you're in line at Bunnings. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, what have I been playing? It's a lot of Apex. Um, I've been playing a little bit of the new Apex games, which has been good. Um, the first one I played, I think it's on, it's either onto the second one or at least I'm playing my second game. Like every day or two, it seems to swap. The first one yep. was if, you, you know, um, you know, in like Modern Warfare and stuff, when you play those cracked game modes, yeah. Yeah. So it's similar to that in a sense that when you get shot, 
it pops up saying you've been cracked, which has a different definition because you're not, you've been shot, you aren't shooting anybody. And so you're cracked. And then when the countdown reaches zero, which depending on how hard you were hit depends on how long it takes for that to reach zero. Once it reaches zero, your shields will start regening and they fucking regen fast when they start. Like we're oh. talking like a purple regen. You know, let's, let's say you lose all your purple shields. You might have to wait 10, 15 seconds, but then your purples will just come back in like two or three seconds. Now to offset that, there are no shield cells in the game. There's the odd shield battery. Um, um, so it's, it was it was really fun and then just fucking disappeared I had a game today and it was gone so well hope that comes back one day um, there's yeah, a lot of that yeah. Apex there's a lot of game modes I'd love to see return briefly like oh, let's not get into that but anyway today's today's one is you know how like there's that blue circle when you're dropping in and it, and it sort of it, like the gold zone I think we call it where like there must be like a gold item somewhere there's multiple yeah. of them and in those areas it's a similar thing to the same with the shields, but it'll heal your health. Oh. Yes. So interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's not like it's not as interesting as the other game mode, to, to be completely honest, but it sort of pulls people together a bit more. Like like people seem to be landing a lot closer and a bit more action. But what I found, I mean I only had it I only had maybe half a dozen games, but what I found is the mid game is just boring as fuck. Like all the action happens uh, at the start. Okay. And and right at the end, and that's sort of it. So, you know, I guess at least it's just war games. But the, these war games, unlike in the past, are not optional, to my knowledge. Like everyone's playing them. Oh, okay. So it's like it's like that's what the game is for today. Yeah, Good it's luck. it's a uh, takeover event. Yep. Oh, okay. Is it like based around Maggie? Is she the one yep. doing this to people? Okay, she yeah, sure well, that is. makes sense. Her last event was a takeover event with the flares and stuff, but I liked the flares. They added a bit to the game. I felt yeah, like they were more fun. They're, they're not something that I'm like thinking, oh, gee, we, like, you know how the Evo shields came, became like a permanent part of the game? I don't want the ring mm. flares to do that, but I, I wouldn't mind them coming back for a weekend every couple of months or something. Yeah, yeah, just, that'd be cool. Just mixing it up. Yeah. And I mean, this, I think this has always been true of Apex, to be fair, but I really appreciate the frequency of events. Like you, yeah, you're not yes. really waiting that long between them. No, if it's felt very quick. Like uh, I, I've I've been back for fuck. I've been back since like basically end of season seven, start of season eight, and I feel like I've played through three events already, and that's, mm. it's been insane. Like there was the event when it just started, Maggie's event. Now the war games are happening. Um, yeah, it's it's quite good. I'll, I'll admit it's it's really really good because it. it incentivizes you to keep playing which I appreciate like, yeah and especially as we get into sort of the grindy part of the battle pass having some fresh shit to do yep. I think helps because I've got I got like tw- I'm, I think I'm on 78 or something and we've only got like a week yep. or two left so um, yeah. I got to fucking hustle so um, Sunday afternoon Sunday night I think it's going to be a big big apex push um, and then from what I've been reading just like on headlines comments I haven't really looked into it too much but it looks like Lifeline is getting nerfed um, so she's getting nerfed and buffed at the same time oh I, I don't know what the buff is that's good to hear because I, I don't so, think I, I'm happy for them to change her but I don't think she needs to be like weakened yeah so basically what they're doing is her drone now no longer has a shield when they're healing you like, like when you're reviving yep yeah, so like when you drop the revive, it, um, it, yeah, it sort of, uh, doesn't have a shield to protect you when it's reviving you. So it's still now, automatic? Yes, it's still okay. automatic. It's quicker, but there's no protection. So it's, it's interesting. Weird. Also, now when it drops to heal you, it heals you faster, but it doesn't stick around as long. So it's the, the drone is so let's say for example the drone is out for 30 seconds now it's out for 15 seconds but it heals you twice as fast so oh. you got to be more strategic with the dropping on yeah, it. That's the thing if you have a random lifeline player on the team they drop it for themselves you no longer have 15 seconds to get over there and take advantage exactly, of it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's going to require a lot more strategy and a lot more coordination with lifeline plus her dr- care package has been buffed so there's better gear inside of it oh, I, I think, think towards fuck, the I think end useless. 
Yeah, I, apparently towards the end of the game, if you drop it, like, towards the end of the game, it, like, pumps up, like, it's it's guaranteed to have one piece of gold gear inside of it at, towards the end of the game. Oh, okay, that's not bad. <clears throat> the, yeah. the biggest thing with her ulti, and I know, like, you know, lifeline means we'll disagree, I'm sure, but the best thing about her ulti is it just drops in some cover. <laughs> like, mm. that's that that has helped way more than the gear it provides. It provides... So, like... A lifeline package is great within the first five minutes of a game. But after your first few firefights, it's just fucking useless. Yeah. Like, it, it does nothing. So, hopefully, with them, like, dropping, like, guaranteed gold and some purples might actually change up your chances at the end of the game. But you're absolutely right. Like, dropping that thing in the middle of a firefight provides excellent cover, <laughs> especially if you're out in a field and you've got nowhere else to go. It's, it's very, very useful. I'd also like to see them set it so that Lifeline has, uh, like, dibs on all the items for five seconds. Like, no one else can take yeah. anything for five seconds. Like, there's nothing fucking yeah. worse than dropping in Lifeline's package, getting that stock or scope or something that you're after, and fucking Octane taking it and fucking off. And then dropping it yeah. somewhere because they didn't really need it. Yeah, it's pretty dickish. Yeah, I, I have a lot of <laughs> a lot of built up feelings. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What have you been up to this week, man? Um, I'll be honest, not too much. Man, I've been working on some YouTube stuff. Um, and yeah. yeah, getting ready to like really mix up YouTube, mix it up with the website, mix it up with the streaming and stuff. Been really focusing on that. Um. I've been playing a bit of COD, um, just because I've been grinding out that battle pass a little bit. I got the SMG that I wanted, and it is absolutely insane. It melts. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, but I've really been enjoying... So I haven't been back to COD since the start of Season 2, and now Season two is about to end. So I've basically been going the whole season. But coming back, they have added an astronomical amount of content this season. Really? To the, the game. Absolutely. Right. New, like... I, th- I think I've played on four to five new maps. Um, there's been new game modes. Uh, so, like, Raid was added, which I, which was added at the start of the season. I but now I there's also a little bit of that. Yeah, now there's also smaller maps that have been added for this 3v3 game mode, which I'm just loving so much. Like, it feels so fast-paced in the 3v3, but it feels, like, it just feels so good. Like... Do you remember it's ICBM? Do you know that map where it's in the missile silo? Yep. So that's a 3v3 map where the 3v3 game modes are literally TDM. Uh, um, oh, I think uh, you mentioned the last week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like domination, kill confirmed. It's so good. It's like my biggest issue with like domination and stuff like that is that they always put it on the biggest maps and it takes forever to get to yeah. certain areas and stuff. But when it's 3v3 on ICBM, like, it is really hard to take a point. And if you take a point, it's because you were actually able to win the firefight, not because you got there before five other people realized you were there. Like, it's that it's real close really quarters. That really reminds me why I love Domination on Nuketown. Yes, yeah. Oh, Nuketown 3v3 is insane. Like, oh, it's so much fun. That's the perfect amount of people. 4v4, oh, perfect. not too bad. 5 and 6 yeah. is, just, is just too much. Too, too much. You die so much. Um... Yeah, on the Newtown. I've been enjoying Newtown a lot. Like, I I came back and they've they've just got the Newtown twenty four seven playlist now. It's just part of the game. Yeah. So I've just been hammering that because I thought ah easy way to level up. But I've just been having a fucking blast. Plus they added Outbreak as a permanent mode to Zombies. Like that's permanent now. Outbreak ah, cool. is a part of it. And they also, you know, Dead Ops Arcade. Yep. Um, the top down zombie fun you can now play that in first person permanently like there's an actual first really? person dead ops arcade it is so much fun the gun never runs out of ammo you're in constant first person you oh, there's so many different secrets and playing that in first person is a blast like I'm pretty sure we went in for a quick game the other night and we were playing it for like we, we 45 minutes we played of it and we got the furthest we've gotten this this in this Call of Duty like well I feel like if we had if we had the four people 
we could finish it. We could actually finish the the Dead Ops Arcade in like a couple of, like maybe an hour and a half, couple of hours tops. It's so much fun. So they've done a really good job of putting content in there. Um, whether or not it's been like a hey, we're dropping everything, or if it's been a good constant drip feed of content, I'm not too sure because mm-hmm. like I was there at the start, come back for outbreak, left after outbreak, and I'm back. But, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to get back into Call of Duty. Like, it's actually a lot of fun at the moment. And I've, I've really been tempted to get back into Warzone as well. So, we'll see uh, if I if I dip my toes back into there. But, yeah, Call of I, Duty, I'm lots of fun. I'm to play some Warzone, to be completely honest. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, well, ma- maybe we should the do it then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should do it. Because I've been seeing a lot of, like, just random streams have just been popping up of Warzone. I've been watching it, and I'm like, I've been loving seeing how the meta's been shaken up by the Cold War guns and everything that's been added from Cold War like it's really interesting to see like some of these Cold War guns are just OP and it's like oh, that's really interesting I'd love to get in there and actually give it a shot because I liked Warzone but I liked Warzone when I was playing with people I know not when I don't know them oh, do you know what I mean like playing with people is a must it's yeah it's it's if like Apex is sort of okay if you play with randoms because like they have a choice <laughs> yeah it's like you don't have a choice but like if like sometimes you enter a, like if you were to go out on your own and you enter a 1v3 mm. you feel like you got a chance you know what I mean like the, like the game does a good job of making you feel like you have a shot it's funny you say that because duos is my favourite uh, quantity in a battle royale like just in general yeah. Apex is the exception because you just can't get a game of duos like it ain't, it ain't worth trying yeah it sucks but, um, so like PUBG bad. Warzone all that it's always duos because like you said if your partner dies you, you feel like you could you could still yeah, march yeah, on and exactly. get it. Yeah, especially if there's revives and stuff. You, you, you feel like you could. Whether, whether you can or can't, it's irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, like, like it used to be like when you get to the end of a Warzone game and you like look and see there's two squads left. If you were the last one left alive, in your head you're like, there's four people out there hunting my ass down right now. Yeah. Even and if it was be. a 2v1 or a 1v1, there's still in your mind there's yeah. four people out there. I can't win this. Like, and you won't commit to yeah. any firefight just knowing you'll probably get exactly. shot in the back. Exactly. <laughs> and then everyone's yelling at you through the mic like, fight, pussy fight, don't you run away. It's like, no, you're dead. You don't get to speak. I made it this far. Be quiet. Like, I'm going to oh, run now. mate. There is nothing that grinds my gears more than a dead person telling me what the fuck oh. I do. I, no, I, am, so I, am, I am millimeters close to starting a new trend of like, you tell me where to go, I'll just walk to the fucking ocean. I'll keep walking. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely. Oh man, um, that's right though. We we should get back into some Warzone. Um, I, I'd, I'd be oh, down absolutely. for that. Pro- probably can't commit to it till after the Apex Battle Passes sort of grind it out. That's that's fair. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. I understand that. Shall we? Uh, shall we talk about some stuff that went down this week? Some stuff. Let's let's do it. Let's talk yeah. about some stuff. Like what what of, stuff do you want to talk about first? Oh, I feel like there's been a lot of things, but I sort of I got a few things just noted down that I sort of want to talk about, and happy to go uh, on tangents or talk about anything else. Um, but I'm going to start with a topic I'm not probably the best person to talk about, but we got to do it, and that is uh, Kojima. So ah, there's a rumor going around that Xbox is trying to lock down his next game to be a Game Pass game. Mm. And by that, I mean not on PlayStation. Um, I don't really have a lot to say except for... Whether it's a good or a bad thing in, in a person's mind, you gotta you got to respect the hustle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, we're going to just go buy this, that, this, Bethesda, rah, rah, rah. And, oh, we'll just get Kojima's next game. And it's, it's not even about necessarily whether it's going to be a good game or a bad game. I feel like that's irrelevant. It's just the fact that they're trying. Like, to think that they started last gen with, like, five or six studios and one or two games. And I know the games... I know you could argue that we're still waiting on some of the games. <laughs> but fucking hell, talk about some hustle, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they'll follow I mean, up. To be honest, I think I on I honestly think they probably will. I yeah. think I think they'll I think they'll get it. Um, Would it be I the think. craziest thing to happen this year? So I don't know if you've seen the rumor mill today, but probably there not a bit is, of money. Uh, supposedly another game studio up for sale. And people are literally saying if Xbox buy them, they are quitting video games. 
So, um, for the for the beautiful price of, I think it was seven billion or something like that. Oh, that's that's not unprecedented, I guess. Yeah, for seven billion, I think it was uh, Square Enix might be up for sale. Ooh. Um, oh, and there's no, a hang l- on. there's Appar- a l- apparently they re- d- refuted this. Yeah, I, I was. I don't know if it's changed. This morning, I just seen that Square Enix was up for sale and. Everyone was like clamoring for them. Gee, see, this is the thing, and I think we mentioned it on last week's podcast. But um, money is just so cheap at the moment. Like, you're 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 not making any money holding on to money at the moment, so you may as well go and spend it. Like, even if yeah. Square Enix just returns two percent profit, or you know three percent, it's still far better than what the banks are offering just to hold on to your cash. So that, that, that's well, what I mean- it's really all about at the moment. Like, if somebody got Square, that's them getting a hold of, like, Final Fantasy, Octopath, um, the Avengers game. Like, that's done through Square. Um, You're really buying Crystal Dynamics at that point. Like, absolutely. That studio is such an asset. Xbox are buying Lara Croft if they do that. And then no one can complain about a Lara Croft game only coming out on Xbox. You know what I mean? Like, I still stand by that being. The, Xbox has been deserving of a lot of criticism over the years, but them yeah. publishing Rise of the Tomb Raider is is not one of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They cop a lot of sh- yeah. They cop a lot of shit for that. Um, that was very. Unfair. But I mean, like, and it was a timed exclusive as well, right? And then they turn around and say, "Well, Final Fantasy VII remake is a timed exclusive," and nobody gave a fuck. Like that's fine. Is up now. Complaint. Exactly. The second Xbox does something like that, people start complaining. And, and that just, game really wouldn't fair. have been made without Xbox publishing it. Yeah. Which is kind of like, this is going to sound weird, but that's kind of where, why I also kind of think that Xbox is going to get Kojima. Because... They'll let him do whatever he wants. Yeah, plus... Like... Who's still talking about Death Stranding? Do you know what I mean? No, like, no, no one. Would would people knowing what Death Stranding is now let Kojima publish that game? Maybe because he's super famous and people bought it anyway. Yeah, but I feel I hear what if, you're saying, man. Like the only reason I think it would be unlikely that Kojima wouldn't work with PlayStation again. Sorry, the re- oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I I t- would anticipate him working with PlayStation again because that studio used the. Horizon Engine, Decima or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have expected that to be like, you know, oh, we can pump out a game much quicker if we use this engine again. We'll partner with Sony again. We'll just do it all. We'll do all the all the non-development part. You know, we'll do it with Sony again, and then we can just work on developing this damn game. But a maybe he's working on multiple games at a time. But b there is well, there that- is a oh I think we're about to sorry say the same I was the rumor that they're working on multiple games no I was going to say there is a rumor that Microsoft wants to buy Kajami's Kajami is that what they're called Kajami Kojima Kajima no what's the um, what's the publisher of like Silent Hill and stuff oh Konami Konami there is a rumor like that they want to get their hands on that IP so like maybe there's maybe there's a little more to it than than just his next game so what you're saying is hang on a second this is going to get me super excited I need to pace myself so what you're saying is is they are, is you're saying that Xbox wants Konami Xbox might be about to get Konami Xbox gets Metal Gear hey Kojima do you want to make us a Metal Gear game is that what you're trying to say? well I, I'm just saying that there's enough rumours along that storyline with a lot of salt mm. and uh, more than a pinch of course but I feel like I feel like in that one move, like if they could pull all those steps off, which the rumors support, that would be like they would just go from like zero to hero. You know what I mean? They'd be just would, at the top of the cry. list all of a sudden. I would fucking cry my eyes out if that happened. And then they'd just I'd put it on cry. Game Pass and pretend like it's just another Game Pass drop. True. Just like well, that's why talking. I think Kojima might go. Kojima might go like, hey, look, like if Xbox go, hey, we know you're working on another game. We know it's just as fucked up as Death Stranding. <laughs> People are still kind of iffy on it. Hey, would you just want to drop it on Games Pass? 
Mm. He sits there and goes, hmm, there's a lot of people that have games pass. This next game is trippy as fuck. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Because it's rumoured it's a horror game that Kojima's working on next. Right. Uh, I feel like a really good horror game on games pass, yeah, that'd work. Because I think about Death Stranding... Okay, this is going to sound really stupid, but I think about Death Stranding often, and I think about, would Death Stranding like have been as successful as it was if it didn't have Kojima's name on it? And I don't think it would have been. No way. Like, God, no. I, nobody would have fucking touched that game. It would have just been a fucking... So, as someone who has never failure. played a Kojima game, mm. it just looks like shit from the outside. Yeah. I mean that with no disrespect. I mean, the fact mm-hmm. that this guy can make something that looks to me like shit, sell millions of copies, get celebrated, good fucking on him. I'm not, I'm not here to take any of that away. But yeah. I do think his name matters. It does. See, there are some there are some things in Death Stranding that are, in my opinion, revolutionary. So, like, the fact that the world itself is connected by every player. So, if you build something in your world, it appears in other people's worlds. Like, that's how it works. Like, that was the whole connectivity thing. So, like, if you build a bridge to get you across this ravine, you've just help, helped a million other players. Because that bridge will be in their worlds, helping them be able to complete their task, just like you. That's revolutionary and cool and crazy and amazing and great. Why the fuck is there a baby attached to this guy? Why the fuck is this going on? What happened to the world? It's just like all that shit is just so. And I'm not saying Metal Gear is normal, but that is just so fucking out there. Like Metal Gear's got some out there shit. But like at least a lot of the Metal Gear trailers were like guns going off, guys sneaking around. It's like you understood <laughs> what Metal Gear was. Death Stranding. You play a fucking postman. Like I, I love though, and I, I love that people that follow him and his games. It's like you know, I follow Halo wherever it goes, whether it's a real time yep. strategy or a first person shooter. I'm following Halo, or you might say, oh, I follow soccer games or I follow battle royales. But the fact that they just follow a game developer, like whatever he's working on, like that that's so cool to me in a sense that yeah. what, what what that would expose you to. Like there has to be some people that play Metal Gear Solid that played Death like looked at Death Stranding and said no fucking way but it's a Kojima game oh absolutely yeah absolutely holy fuck absolutely like I'm one of those people <laughs> like I'm legitimately one of those people I love Metal Gear I've loved Metal Gear forever and I think the reason I love Metal Gear so much is cause Kojima just did weird shit with it like he was just doing some of like the craziest stuff in video games ever like it was almost like whatever little idea he had he put into the game I still haven't played Metal Gear Survive but I've played a bit of Death Stranding I'll be honest I haven't finished (laughs) Death Stranding because I was like I feel like I need to be in the mood for this game you know what I mean like I started and it was going and I'm like hmm this feels like it's sort of, I need to be in the mood for it. I'll be honest, haven't been in the mood since, but it, it, it might happen. But um, yeah, like I don't think I'd have touched Death Stranding if it wasn't for Kojima. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. I don't mean any disrespect, but I feel the same. Um, yeah. I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. I just did a, a wee bit of Googling. Um, 18 million Game Pass subscribers as of January. That's pretty fucking big. That's, that's pretty, a lot pretty, that's of pretty, fucking... That's, subscribers that's very impressive that's very very impressive I can Uh, I I also last week we were sort of speculating how MLB the show got into Game Pass and it was confirmed that MLB made the call ah of course yeah that was yeah I I think if anybody thought otherwise they that would have been a weird sort of thing but yeah, yeah. That makes if I remember sense. correctly we sort of said last week like look it could be PlayStation's way of figuring out Game Pass but yeah. you know, that's got to be just a side effect of the publisher but yeah so I think we were yeah. sort of onto it a bit um, basically MLB the show the, the, the objective is to, to grow the player base and I guess from their point of view if you were that into baseball and you wanted to play a baseball video game you probably would have brought a PlayStation by now so I guess Game Pass yeah. is a good way to sort of spread it out a bit. That comes out real soon yeah, as well, I'm pretty sure. MLB? Yeah. It's like the end of the month, isn't it? Yeah, you can preload it in Game Pass already, so... Jump yep, on Sweet, it. sweet. Um, Alright. Yeah, no, that's cool. Oh, you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, like... like I know we're about to probably move on to PlayStation and talk about that, but I just wanted to say, like, Xbox, like, is really... 
So, like, I was just, just wanted to say, like, on top of them trying to get Kojima stuff, like, it was announced this week that um, the guys that made the new Battletoads game, they're working on a brand new game with an established IP, which I think is cool. Like, it's yeah, right. going to be an Xbox exclusive. So, I don't know what Xbox IP they're working with, but I think that would be really cool. Who made and, Battletoads? Ah, oh, they're called... Um, Microsoft don't own it, though, right? It's a second-party game. No, I don't think so. Um... Jumping it's on like, the Googles. It's like Dahlia, Dal- Dalala, Dal- oh, Dahlia, yeah. Dalala Studios. Yeah, apparently but, yeah. Rare published it along with Xbox Game Studios. That makes sense. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know what they're working on, but apparently it's Xbox related, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and like, I'm surprised you haven't brought this up yet, but that Age of Am- Empires preview. Uh, yeah. You're right. I'm it surprised everyone looked, as well. It looked pretty good in my opinion. I, I It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and it's releasing the same day as... Like, on Games Pass. So that's really cool for me as somebody who who doesn't really like... You know, unless yeah, it's on a disc, I don't normally buy it. But yeah, like... I'm interested in that game more oh, now I, having seen that preview. The reason I haven't really thought about it today to bring it up on the podcast is I watched the gameplay trailer. And it was fucking awesome, right? But I don't know if anyone else is excited. Like, the community seems kind of, like, excited, but they're just constantly picking it apart. Like, the subreddit's just destroying every image of the trailer. Like, Mm. oh, these buildings feel too small, or this looks too cartoony. And it's like, well, you got to sort of strike a balance between... Like, because apparently the, the, the models for, like, people and whatever were accurately scaled to the buildings but the pro community that has early access said that it was too hard to distinguish what units were what because they were like smaller than a fucking door you know and you're looking out and you can see 18 buildings and you're trying to pick up something that's just the size of a door so they they deliberately went out of their way to scale up the uh, the the players uh, the fuck I don't know like the armies I guess the civilians the people and so they've gone for a gameplay first um they've gone from a, a gameplay first perspective as opposed to a graphically accurate perspective um mm. and I think the problem is that it like we can't play it yet we can't verify that so I'm excited yeah. I, I think we're in safe hands here it looks awesome it looks fucking great and if you're into campaigns apparently the campaign is a documentary style thing and it's accurate to history I like when they do shit like that because yeah. I'm a, like I'm a big history buff. I love that sort of shit. Like, I, I I'm one of those annoying people that sit down and watch a war movie and then pick it apart. Like, well, that's the wrong date, or they wouldn't have used that. You <laughs> well, know, that, that sort of shit exactly doesn't happen, right, man. Like, I, I don't want to waste my time like doing something that's almost accurate. Like, I'd rather it be yeah, exactly. So apparently, it's going to be like all about recreating like big these big battles that happened and and stuff like that. So. Um, I'm excited, and the fact that it's coming out this year is kind of surprising. Like they must, they must be getting pretty close to having their you know beta builds and whatever. So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm fucking pumped. I, I haven't looked into it a great deal because I sort of just know I'm gonna get it. You know what I mean? Like I'm sort of done. Like I'm yep. yep, cool. Looks great. Feels great. The people making it yep. give a fuck. You know that, that's really what matters yep. at the end of the day. And in one of the trailers, they talk about how they're like one of the last RTS studios, and they're proud of that. And you know, I think it's gonna be okay. Yeah, RTS seems to be dying, which is really sad. It really is, man. But Microsoft's commitment to Age of Empires, like, they just added the United States as a um, civilization to Age of Empires 3. That's cool. A game that nobody seems to like. See, that's commitment. That's commitment to something even if it's dying, you know what I mean? And we're about to get into something with PlayStation that I'm really pissed off about, I'm sure. Um, But yeah, would you like to kick us off with the PlayStation? PlayStation's had a week. I don't know which pissed off thing you want to talk about first. I'm going to start on a high note, if you don't mind. I'm just going to go to the top of the pile of good. Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. Gabriel Luna has been cast as Tommy for the HBO series of The Last of Us. And very very cool I, I only know him from he's been in a lot I do know that but I know him from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where he plays Knight Rider and he's fucking awesome like I want him to be Knight Rider in the MCU um, Ghost Rider 
Ghost Rider. What did I say? Knight Rider. That's a fucking car. Knight Rider. It? Yeah, it's a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Ghost Rider, sorry. Fucking phenomenal. I, I love yeah. the character. Well acted. Um, so to see his face pop up on the feed and The Last of Us, a bit giddy, to be honest. I'm looking forward to it. That's, yeah, it's, they can't, it kind of feels like they know what they're doing. Like, weirdly you know what I mean like why haven't they yeah, like, why haven't they done something wrong yet how, yeah, like, how, I'm, how, I'm have, they cast, for, how have they literally cast three people and a writer and got it all right how's that work I don't yeah, understand I, I'm really confused about this I know I'm just waiting for the first like still image we see and it's just gonna be the worst thing in the world but I don't think it will be Joel's now I kind of have a monkey faith. or something like just oh completely my God. we're doing a meerkat story now yeah I'm yeah sure. it's yeah, I'm waiting for it. Hopefully it doesn't happen. But yeah, so far I'm pretty impressed with, with their mm. commitment to making this a thing that will not be shit. Uh, which is, if anybody's seen the new Monster Hunter movie, I haven't because I know it's shit and I don't need to see it. But yeah, video game stuff doesn't usually do very well. So I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, the Halo TV show is going to be good. But what I will say mm. is I appreciate that they're putting some money into it. And they're yep. trying to make it good. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be good. I'm not. I'm not placing no bets. But the fact mm-hmm. that we're getting a Halo TV show, a Last of Us TV show, PlayStation's working on some other goodies. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. It feels like the tides are turning. But maybe I'll just drown out in the tides. We we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like. Who I knows? think. I think. I think if so, I will say this: there has been some good video game properties doing different stuff. So like. Detective Pikachu was a really good video game movie. Um, I I haven't seen Monster Hunter, but from like what I've seen, so when I look at monster stuff from Monster Hunter, everything from the creature design to some of the character designs look perfect. I just think it, like I just think the U.S. military doesn't need to be in the fucking film. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it doesn't need to be there. You know. So, um, Such a cheeky bit of propaganda for your Monster Hunter. Yeah, it pisses me off, especially when the guy aims down the sight with a closed eye. That that still irks me to this day. But um, <laughs> I think if I think if the last of this TV show comes out, it's incredibly well polished. It's 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 given the proper amount of respect it deserves. Like it could begin a sort of boom in successful video game TV and mm, movies definitely. because people can see that it's a possibility to translate that to a different format. I think TV personally is the perfect place for video yeah. game adaptations. I agree. But then there's stuff like Detective Pikachu, which was actually a very good movie. Like it didn't need to be longer than what it was. It told the story it needed to tell and then it moved on. Like I enjoyed that sort of stuff. So if they can strike the perfect balance and figure out I, how I long a story needs to be. I, I've got Detective Pikachu. I haven't watched it yet, but I think mm. when the Last of Us TV show, if it's following the events of the game, I think a TV show is the better way to go. Perfect. Bang on. Perfect. Yeah. Um, with the Halo TV show, do you reckon it'll be in Game Pass? Hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? Because um, Paramount make are making it, or CBS, who are mm. owned by Paramount, they're making it, and they have Paramount Plus where it's going to be broadcasted. Mm. Uh, sorry, where it's going to be streamed, which is a paid subscription service. But Microsoft said somewhere, I can't remember where, I think it was just like on Twitter or something, that it will be available everywhere. Now, CBS in Australia is Channel 10, who have yeah. 10 Play. Even if there is a paid version of 10 Play, like, <laughs> like you know, that's, that's not where this shows. Like, that's, that's not... It's going to be shit paying for that for one show. Um, I don't see that really happening for a lot of people. So the way they say it'll be available everywhere, either that means like, you know, it'll be on Fucktail or it'll be, you know, maybe Netflix will pick it up worldwide or something. Like, I don't know how that's going to sort of look or work, but I I do have the thought, like, I wonder if Game Pass will be involved. That could be interesting. And that itself could strike up another discussion of, Wow, like, oh, now, man, if Xbox start their own sort of, like, shoot off of Games Pass that, let's say, was just, like, like an entertainment thing. They wouldn't. There's no way. They they it's... shut down all their TV studios, like, only five years ago or whatever. They're not, they're not I doing know, that. I <laughs> know, I know, but, like, it's, like, Games Pass has been so successful, and if you were to just rope a movie TV streaming service into Games Pass... 
like if you're paying for Games Pass, you've got this anyway. You yeah, I, mean? I would like, love to see them add a, add a few things like that, but I think they could only really get away with it if it was original content. Yeah, so not that's enough to true. have a spin-off service, but enough to justify yeah. the the tap. True. It could be like um, so, like Disney Plus have a premiere thing. I was thinking about that, but would that just piss everyone off? I don't think so. I feel like if they priced it properly, like, so, like, on Disney Plus, it's, like, six bucks extra or nine bucks extra, and you get the film before it becomes available on Disney Plus. So, like, you get it, like, six months early before it hits Disney Plus. But it's not, like... Six bucks for a TV series. Well, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, if they were to turn around and say six bucks, you get access to all the episodes before they're available anywhere else. That could be cool. Because I'm, I'm considering... So I haven't used Disney Premiere yet, but it's like... Black Widow has got me like... I'm going to see it in the cinema, but like with everything going on, like do I want to go back and watch it at the cinema? Like I like going to watch movies multiple times at the cinema, but do I watch it once at the cinema to get that experience and then go home yeah, and play I don't, six I don't, bucks? I don't think you go back. I don't think you go back. Yeah, it's I've, I've it's been thinking like, about the same thing because... Six like, bucks. I... Yeah, like, I usually go to, like, a Marvel movie, like, pretty early in its release where, like, there's not a seat untaken. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know, like, everything with COVID, like, everything seems to be going back to 100% capacity. And to be (laughs) honest, like, I've been catching, like, a bit of public transport lately. And, like, when it's standing room only, there's just that little bitty that's like, this is fucked. (laughs) If someone starts coughing, we are, we got a problem. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So yeah, I feel like that could be an option for them. Like it's like it's must be working for Disney because this is their third time doing like Disney Premiere Access and it's obviously been profitable, otherwise they wouldn't have kept doing it. The movie theaters aren't happy about Black Widow. I mean suck a dick. <laughs> like Well, I, I feel I feel like if they weren't if they weren't unhappy, that'd like their shareholders would be pissed. Like I feel like they've just got a public yeah. and say, We're not happy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, like, what do you want Disney to do? <laughs> like, yeah. I, this movie has been fucking delayed over a year now. Like, people are still frightened to go to the movie theater, but people they need, need to make well, money you know on the I mean? film. Yeah, we need a Marvel movie. We haven't had one since Endgame. Wait, no, Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man was the last one. Yeah, it was like a month or two after Endgame. So it's like, it's been a long time. People need this. And Disney need this to be profitable. I want it to be profitable, you know what I mean? It's a female-led superhero film. Of course, like, oh yeah, great. COVID happens when the female-led superhero film needs to come out. Like, this movie needs to be profitable so we get a Miss Marvel movie, another Captain Marvel movie, a Spider-Woman movie. I've seen a lot of people online say that they're going to the movies. Uh, what, What was the... There's been like some really specific wording, but it's just like... I've, I've been at home doing the right thing all of COVID. I've lived by my principal, you know, all that sort of stuff. But when Black Widow hits cinemas, we are fucking getting behind this. And yes, oh, we will. fuck yeah. Like I said, I don't know if we can justify going multiple times. Just, you know, like we do have to be sort of I, pandemic yeah. led here. But um, I am going to the I want to see it once. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm not, I, I I'm not making this once. be the first Marvel movie since I started going to the movies and seeing that I don't. You know what I mean? Like that's not... Yeah. Absolutely, happening. yeah, definitely not. Yeah, like, and those those the latest Black Widow trailer got me so fucking hyped. So it's like I've got to, I've got to, like I can't so not. Good. So good, like Marvel just fucking can't can do no wrong lately. It feels like from TV to movies, they've just hit it out of the park. All these TV honestly. shows just coming out of the right time too. Like as in, I oh, mean, perfect. Right, you could argue last year would have been a better time, sure, but in terms of like you know starting all these productions and everything like they're just mm. good time it's like have you seen the new Loki trailer I have not actually I have not holy shit that looks like it's going to be even better than WandaVision and Falcon of the Winter Soldier like it, it looks like it's going to be even better like I just I, I, I just, oh, it, must, it should be illegal like, his character seems amazing oh it looks great yeah I'm just so happy like the Loki I love how it's like this isn't Loki this is a Loki variant like they're calling him the variant because he's not the actual Loki because really? the real Loki is dead like he's gone so yeah the the newest trailer basically goes into okay you picked up the Tesseract and pop out you weren't supposed to do that so you've now created all these different timelines so 
you're going to help me fix the timelines. And Loki's like, I'm not going to do that. He's like, you're going to do that. He's like, I'm not going to do that. He's like, yes, you are. And then all of a sudden Loki's helping. Like, like, and then it flashes through a whole bunch of stuff. One of the most interesting things in that trailer that I've seen was it looks like, so it looks like one of the places Loki goes to is Vormir and he has a heart to heart with Black Widow. Like she's, She's sitting down, he's sitting down, they are talking to each other, and I, I bet it's after her death. Like, I'm convinced she is dead, and that is her having a heart-to-heart with Loki, because that would be just... Oh, I'm gonna cry oh, if that yeah, happens, but trailer. yeah. Alright. Oh, it's such a good trailer. Like, it's probably my favourite trailer for the TV shows that we've gotten, apart from maybe the new mid-season Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we're not talking about that. The Loki trailer, though? Woo! It's good. It's really good. Like, it's getting me hyped again. It's really good. Oh, fuck. All right. Let's, let's talk some more PlayStation so we can wrap this up. And I'll go watch this fucking trailer. <laughs> okay, um, so... What, what, what do we want to talk about first? Okay. I, I, you got any ideas where to start here? I'm, I'm pretty pissed off because it looks like we could have got Days Gone too, but Sony said no. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good place to start. I'm, pre- I'm pretty shitty about it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised. Days Gone's a good game. Oh, I'm also surprised because Days Gone, like, it got the PS5 patch, it's coming to PC. Like, it seemed like, you know, it and I know money. it didn't get the critical um, success it wanted, but it's got the sales. Like, it just keeps selling, right? Am I, am I right there? It does. It does. It's been very profitable. And the thing is, right, the critical... Okay, Days Gone is one of those games where, like, I remember vividly when Days Gone came out. It was panned by critics. They were like, this game is this, it's that. If you go to user reviews, they are like, these critics are smoking weed. This is an amazing game. This is a great game. I have personally played Days Gone. Days Gone is one of my favorite PS4 games. And I do not say that lightly. Like, I can be a bit of a snob sometimes when it comes to um, video games. I think Days Gone is a great game. It's it's, It's an open world zombie game. We travel around on a motorcycle and you make sure your motorcycle's got fuel and it's got a really good story about a guy, his, his, his best friend, his woman and his bike. It's fucking really good. And it ends in a way that sort of sets it up for another one. And I'm really sad that it looks like I'm never going to get a Days Gone 2. And that's, that really annoys me because they pitched it back in 2019 and Sony and PlayStation said no. And that annoys me when we've got fucking apparently a fucking Last of Us remake happening. Like, you should just mention this is uh, sourced by Jason Trier. Oh, the... Uh, Days most, Gone. most of this comes from him. And, I mean, I'm inclined to believe him. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm taking all this as true. I'm, I'm, I just wanted to yeah, say, like, like, we, we should probably mention the source since this is all coming from just one. Like, <laughs> he's, done the, yeah. he's done the hard work here. Yeah, it's... The, the last it's of us really, remake that that seems just incredible doesn't it incredibly stupid yeah that game still plays so well it's it doesn't make sense does it like so I understand just, it's a end of the generation PS3 game but nobody really thinks of it as that do they nah. cause like it was on PS4 like basically straight away it feels more like a PS4 game than it does a PS3 game so it it just doesn't need to exist. We should mention that it's quite interesting how this has all gone down because the the Last of Us remake was actually something that the the Sony like uh, I can't remember what the team's called, but basically the Sony support studio that does a lot of like the animation work for their other studios. A group yep. of them split off to start working on a game, and they weren't allowed to, so they got told they could start doing the Last of Us remake or. Maybe they started it because it was cheaper, if I remember correctly. And that's gone back to Naughty Dog, and this team's been basically just disbanded. They don't exist anymore. And then the that's other bullshit. part of it is, yeah, Days Gone. What 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 is Bend working on? Was it something new IP or something? It was something existing IP now, isn't it? So Bend is working on a new IP. Oh, they have okay. one team working on a multiplayer game with Naughty Dog, and another team. Another Ben team is apparently working on the next Uncharted game, which is supposed to be a soft reboot. So how how like how can you be making Days Gone get told you can't make another one because it didn't do good enough, 
get granted permission to reboot one of the biggest franchises in existence, make a new IP, and work on a multiplayer game. It always feels like, from Sony's perspective, they're rewarding them. But from their perspective, they're like, nah, this so, isn't what we want to do. The cool thing about Sony Bend is they've already made an Uncharted game. They were the guys who That's made true. the Vita game. Sony Bend has been around for a very long time. They've made some of the best handheld Sony games ever. They did the God of War games, and they did the Uncharted game, and they oh, did a couple other games great. on Portable. Yeah. Except um, for the fucking touchscreen boss fight. Bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> I don't blame Sony was Sony, uh, Sony Bend was responsible for the order, weren't they? Were they responsible uh, for the order? I don't think so. You who, ordered 16, the order 1666 or something? 18, 1886 or something like that. Who did the Who did the order? Um, developers, Ready at Dawn. Santa Ready Monica. at Dawn, okay. Okay, so I think Ready at Dawn did the God of War games and Ben did the Uncharted games. Because it just hit me then, I'm like, no, wait, the order guys did the thingy. Regardless, I think, I think the fact that they're not letting them do a Days Gone 2... Do you think... Okay, so do you think maybe the reason they're like, no, you can't do Days Gone 2 is because they're like, okay, so Bend can make a game. Maybe we should have them making a game that is guaranteed to make megabucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Sony works and obviously they've got like a new person running it and everything, but I do ponder if it's a case of like, yeah, we know you can make a game. Let's do a safe bet before we put, we put you back on an unknown bet. Like you, you had your chance on an unknown. Now you gotta you gotta produce some results for a bit. Yeah, which annoys me because I really did fucking like Days Gone. I think it would have. I think it's kind of shitty that they take like. I'm not ready for another Uncharted game. <laughs> like, does that, does that sound bad? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Like, that's, that's perfectly reasonable. And and honestly, like Days Gone. I, I need to I'm looking forward to coming out on PC to, to play it but it seems like Days Gone 2 would have really benefited from the PlayStation 5's hardware Days Gone absolutely would have um I don't know I'm disappointed but like I mean what what else like what else am I supposed to do me smashing my chest and saying I want a Days Gone 2 isn't going to do anything I think I think the fact that the critics panned it so hard that kind of pisses me off um, because it was a much better game than they gave it credit for it almost feels like they played the first two hours and then wrote their review it feels like they barely scratched the surface of that game um, and you could just look at the fan reaction to that game like people actually yeah it's enjoyed been good that from the game. start as well like it's not like it took a year to get to that point yeah um it was it was fine. I feel I feel like PlayStation fans, I think is the right way of saying that, have had a bit of a rough go lately. Mm. Like, I know there's some good games in the pipeline, like Irrational Clanks and Um Forbidden West and God of War and you know, life will be fine, but I really feel like I don't know. It just seems like nothing good's happened for a bit. Yeah. You can't even buy PS five. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. But maybe I'm and Deathloop just got delayed. Deathloop just got delayed this week as well. Oh, like, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That that was going to be their big shooter for the for like the start of the year. And now that is coming out September, October, something like that. Um, yeah, and it's funny because like that game, like, they sort of kept saying like, "Yep, coming out soon, coming out soon." <laughs> Yeah, like, that no, game looked done. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the thing. It looked pretty well done. I'm sure Microsoft um, wants to push that fucking door too. Absolutely, so they can start <laughs> working on Deathloop two exclusive to Xbox consoles. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, just in like with MLB the Show and and stuff, and you know, this week we've seen the resurgence of a lot of comments around like PlayStation not being. Um, like dropping the ball with backwards compatibility with the PS3 and stuff and I don't think it's fair to say dropping the ball I, I think it's just their attitude towards it that's just not not where it's at like you know I, I think it would be acceptable if they said it's still too hard or we're still looking at it and we're not sure if it's possible like I feel like they'd be better off saying comments like that at this point as opposed to uh, PS3 games look shit you know like yeah. like yeah, like I don't know like it just it just feels like no one's in PlayStation fans corners at the moment and and I'm sure that'll change and you know got a system update this week so like things are progressing and obviously there's still a pandemic and 
you know, we can we can excuse it a little bit, I guess, but um, I think we need need some good news. And I, and I know E3 time's coming up soon, so I do hope things sort of turn around a little bit. Just a little bit. Do you think PlayStation goes before E3 or after E3? After. After? Yeah, purely based on just shit after shit. Like, I feel like they've got to get some more ducks in a row or something. I, I yeah. honestly, you know, they have said they want an answer to Game Pass. And I feel like it's getting to the point where people... I've seen a lot on Twitter and stuff, and I don't want to generalize here, but I have seen an unusually high amount of people saying, like, yeah, now I get Game Pass. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. now I'm... Like, I... I, I don't, like, you know, everyone's wording it differently, of course, but it seems to be this real, like... You know, once MLB, the show, hit Game Pass, it seems to be this real, like, oh, I fucking get it now. And, yeah. And I think... I think now people kind of want an answer to Game Pass from PlayStation, whereas before people were kind of like, well, you know, you can have one or not have one. It doesn't bother me. Like, I don't care. I'm just happy with the status quo. But I feel like yeah. Xbox has finally punched through to those people. Yeah, it's, it's which is good. because of them. Which is good. Yeah, true. If Bethesda yeah. couldn't do it, I wouldn't have thought anything could. But apparently a PlayStation exclusive ought to do it. Yeah, well, it's just so important to people. MLB is more important to people than than I think a lot of people outside of America realize. Well, isn't it one of the biggest selling games on the PlayStation every year? It's massive. It's like always in like the top five. Like it's yeah. like number three cons- cons- uh, consistently every year. Um, and the fact that it's also... Over. I'm pretty sure it's also one of the titles that got a $10 price increase on PlayStation. Yeah... Fucking that's a rough run, isn't it? People get it now. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I think people are really sort of like, well, that's that's you know, seventy bucks in in America, I believe, is like over half a year of Game Pass. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Oh man, they get it now. (laughs) So, so if you get an MLB show every year on Game Pass, and you get a Bethesda game every year everything else is free yeah. <laughs> like it's it's pretty insane really that's fair yeah um yeah interesting very very interesting stuff I think that was about it I have a Playstation apart from <laughs> I know we briefly mentioned before the show um Aloy oh I'm so fucking sick of everybody being in Fortnite. It's so fucking annoying right now. So, like, like I would rather Aloy be in Smash than Fortnite. It's so fucked. I don't... Un- I, okay, so I don't understand why. Why is number one. And two, why now? Like, she has a game coming out at the end of the year. Why not just fucking do it then, you know? Why not do it when Forbidden West is coming out? That would make more sense to me. This sort of feels like... Like, it was like, oh, yeah, you guys can have Kratos. Oh, yeah, you guys can have Master Chief. Oh, well, you guys can have Aloy. Fuck you, Microsoft. You know what I mean? It's like... like <laughs> I think Aloy's a like, step too far, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah, she's... And I, and I say this lightly. I don't say this lightly. She's too good for Fortnite. Like, her games are very, very good and, and profitable and do not need to be in fucking Fortnite. I say the same of Kratos and Master Chief. It's It's... It just doesn't make fucking sense to me. Oh, Master I don't Chief like it at it. all. Master Chief needed a win. <laughs> yeah, but is Fortnite the win? You know what I mean? Like, is well, that a win? Games haven't been. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, that's so fucking sad. But yeah, that's true. I just wanted to complain about that really quick. I also wanted to say, oh, pardon me, uh, new Switch Lite color blue coming out next month. How cool is sexy blue? Did you it. see that? Stop it, Carl. Stop it. Stop it! Looking, no. looking nope. good. Nope, not happening. Nope. nope, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're just gonna get a Bunnings instead. Uh, I might need another one. I haven't missed out on a color yet, so oh, I'm kind of. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit of an int- like. How many colors are we up to? Oh, dude, I've got the the first the first three to four colors that came out. Then I got the Pokemon one. Then I got the. Um, I've got the uh, Animal Crossing one, and I got the uh, the coral pink one, and now there's this blue one. Mate, 
I like Nintendo so much. Like, I don't think people realize how much I love Nintendo. <laughs> like, I really do love Nintendo so, so much. Know, I don't even know what to say, to be honest. That's, uh, that's a lot of, of switches. I hope you enjoy your blue one. You are fuckwit. Like, <laughs> I never... Uh, in my defense, I never end up paying full price for them, which is pretty good. Like, I normally... Pretty like. Good Sale. Yeah, like yeah. The, there's either a sale or the boys at EB take care of me and they're like, okay, like like I'm not going to say what the the employee discount because EB might be listening. Um, but yeah, like they'll Look, do I an think employee discount and stuff buying, like that. You're buying that many consoles. I think I'm owed one. I think I'm owed one. Yeah, the last thing I wanted to talk about is uh, did you see there's a Hot Wheels game coming out and we got gameplay for it? Yes. Yes, I it did. looks awesome! It looks so cool! I'm so I'm, excited. I'm worried though, man. I'm worried though. I, I don't want. I don't want to take the fun away. But like, I feel like this is gonna be one of those games, right? Which is awesome. But it like launches with like seven tracks. Oh, absolutely! It's gonna you know be Ryan's like, race world with Hot Wheels. Like, it's totally gonna suck. But like, <laughs> I'm excited. It looks so cool. They look like there's an Xbox car. It look. It's like inside of a bedroom and on there on the tracks that, and shit. Yeah. And, oh, it looks so cool. It felt, it's like it what felt you imagined. Kind of like playing um, that Rainbow Six Siege event where the plane was like a toy plane. In yeah, 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 in the kids' bedroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's yes, it's exactly what it what it felt like. It, it, I'm so excited. It looks super cool. Um, it, it, it's like what you imagine playing with your Hot Wheels was like when you were a kid. Like now, you actually get to play with your Hot Wheels, and I think that might be a day one purchase for me. Perhaps, maybe I'm not too sure because I'm kind of you know, like I'm. I don't know. With all the, like, serious games coming out, you know, like, yeah. Last of Us and, like, all that stuff, I'm looking for a dumb, fun game just to waste a couple of hours in. If that came to Game Pass day one, I would be all fucking over that game straight away. I was going like, to say, it, yeah, Game Pass is just where those games belong. Yeah, it looks like some dumb fun for, like, a few hours. I would be totally down to play that. Absolutely. It looks like fun. Did you ever see that video game, Tracks? tracks no it was in game pass a little while ago and basically it was a toy train set building game oh that's so cool oh that's so cool i showed my family because i thought it was the dopest shit ever and they just laughed me all the fucking way out the door (laughs) first off and i i like you probably uh, this isn't probably who you're talking about, but I'm going to say it anyway. Fuck you, Beto. Uh, train tracks is cool. <laughs> Building little trains is cool. I don't know where the fuck you get off laughing at that. Nah, I think that sounds cool. I don't know what people... Like, it's a Games Pass game. Like, don't be mean. Yeah, no, I, didn't, I didn't pay for it. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's just a fun... It's one of those fun little games you can waste a few hours on, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. I, it really, I, I didn't play it a lot to be honest. So maybe one day we yeah, can fair. we can get that out fair. of the out of the box. Yeah. And I, f- I think I think that's going to do us for this week. I feel like we've had a good mm. good couple of conversations. Now, before anybody says anything, before we're attacked in the comments or somebody comes to Twitter to attack us, we are fully aware that there was a Resident Evil presentation today. I, for the first time, decided that I wanted to sleep rather than stay up and watch something. <laughs> do I regret doing that? From what I can tell, yes, yes, I do. But I will, <laughs> I will. Was it the first watch- event that might have been worth watching all year? Maybe. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, see, the last Resident Evil event was pretty good, but last night I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I was like, oh man, I'm I'm so over it. I just need to go to bed. And then I ended up waking up right before it anyway. Oh god, listen to me now, I'm doing it now. But uh yeah, like I will watch it. I will report back on it next week and I might even have a reacts up on the up on the YouTube channel. Do um it. so yeah. Do it. Cause uh I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to the new Resident Evil. We're like le- like less than a month away now, so that's exciting. Ooh. Yeah. Didn't know it was so soon. Exciting. Yeah, it's very soon. Very, very soon. Like three th- oh, maybe three to four weeks away, I think. Yep. So, whew, exciting times lie ahead. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the show. We really do appreciate it. We love it when you guys come past every week to listen to us talk about video games and everything we love about them. 
Jack, thank you very much for joining me, my friend. Thank you for having me. But of course, tell people where they can find you, Jack. I am Jack7G around and about. Around and about. I like it. I like that. That's a nice little way. Like, around and about. Um, you can find me over... Just go to Aussie Lake Gaming over on YouTube. I have links to everything over there. Seriously. Just, like, the Twitter, the Twitch, the Discord. Join the Discord. Like, that's where you have access to everything. But, yeah, head over to Aussie Lag Gaming over on YouTube. And that's where you'll find everything from the podcast to awesome collector's edition breakdowns just if you guys just want to see my face like my beautiful face just come over there it's like it's there you guys can look at it you just gotta pause the video and stare at me i've got beautiful eyes but yeah that's gonna do us for this week guys thank you so much for hanging out and uh listening to us waffle on we really do appreciate it um yeah i think the big thing to take away from this week is we really we really really appreciate a good bunnings Okay, if there's one takeaway this week, it's Bunnings. I'm happy to talk more Bunnings next time if uh, if it's in demand. All right, cool. So next week we'll start with more Bunnings talk and then move into Resident Evil. I want to talk segue. about the cash registers actually. So like, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I'm ready to go. Well, there you go. Now, next week, look forward to it. Bunnings cash registers and Resident Evil, two things that really shouldn't be on the same podcast, but we're going to make it happen. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate it. We love you all. And until next time, may all your games be good ones. And I'll catch you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.